Wait a minute, I hear something. What's happening, everybody? It's time again. It's that time of night or day or whatever it is for you. Um, gonna bring in another Demons movie for you. Another Demons 3 movie for you, matter of fact. Uh, again, this is, this is why I love the Italian cinema, because it's pretty much anything goes. They don't worry about, huh? We've already called something that? Oh, well, I guess we shouldn't do it. No, they're like, yeah, nobody will care. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> That's the Italian cinema world for you. Um, we are talking about 1989. So even though we did Black Demons first, which came out in 91, this one came out a little bit before, and it's called Demons 3, The Ogre. Again, why? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. And this is considered a horror-slash-monster movie. Now, here's the story behind this one. And here's what's amazing about it. This one was actually directed by Lamberto Bava, the guy that did the first two demon movies, right? This was not intended to be a demons movie. This was for a made-for-TV show, right? And you can tell it when you're watching it, right? I'd never seen this before. Um... So it was kind of a shock to me, but I could tell that something was just off with it, right? And that's because it is a made-for-TV show. Um, it was part of a like a movie trilogy, and uh, this was the third installment, and it was just called The Ogre, I believe. Well, when it was said and done, I guess the people that owned it decided, hey... Being that that demons thing is such a big deal and that's what you're known for, we could throw this out there as part three and people would probably go for it. And again, I don't think Lamberto Bava was happy that they did that. It's funny, everybody that got forced to make a, a Demons 3 wasn't happy with it being called Demons 3. Well, because it wasn't intended to be a Demons 3, that's why. So, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about this one because uh, it is a little odd because it is a TV a made-for-TV movie. But uh, here we go. Let's see. An American writer goes to, the rural, goes to rural Italy for a vacation where her husband and young son, young son uh, with her husband and young son, sorry, his son's in my eyes, but is haunted by nightmares of an ugly ogre that stalked her as a child, leading her to believe that her vacation home is cursed. Yeah, I mean, you know, not really a bad idea, right? And the feels that I get from this one is you're kind of talking about these horror writers, right? We've had several movies that are about authors that, that write scary stories, and they have to be, uh, you know, the cheese fell off their cracker a little bit, right? In order to come up with the things they do, right? So their imagination has to be... Uh, full tilt boogie for them to come up with the things they do and I think it's kind of what they're getting at with this is because you know she she the, the mom is is a writer and uh, maybe this this instance of when she was a kid led her to becoming the author that she is so um, 
I'm gonna look at the cast. I don't again with these. I I, I don't really know anybody in particular doing anything besides what this is 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 what it is is. We've got Virginia Bryant, who is actually an American actress. That that's the thing about this one too. I think I think everybody in this, as far as the lead roles, are all American. So that's pretty interesting. Um, it does say that she was in in the Barbarians. If you remember that with the the twins, right? The the two twins, the big muscle up dudes that were in DC Cab. <laughs> now, it does show Demons One and Demons Two on here. I don't know that she was in those. Maybe she was. I don't know. Maybe that's the tie-in where they said, "Hey, we can sell this because there's that lineage there." I don't know. I, I can't. I can't look at that and, and see while I'm driving. But uh, let's see. This guy plays the be- David Flossy plays the Beast. Yeah, I don't see anything interesting there. <laughs> All right, here's where I'm wrong. I didn't realize this is who this guy was, but uh, uh, Paulo Malco, uh, House by the Cemetery, and Scorpion with Two Tails. So, you know, I, I knew he looked familiar, but I never could place what it was. And there you go, a Fulci classic. And uh, another movie that I just recently covered, Scorpions with Two Tails on here. So there you go. That's kind of your cast. I don't know who the little boy is doesn't really matter. He's a little boy named Bobby. Bobby! And, uh, yeah, it starts off with this this lady, well, she's a little girl, and she's having a nightmare, and she's in the bottom of this building. You can tell it's just an old rundown whatever, you know, basement. And, uh, she's standing there and looking up, and she sees this, almost like a sack that's kind of breathing, right? And it's it's like like something's hatching in it. And when this first started happening, I was like, are they are they really looking at kind of like the Hellraiser thing? It's kind of where I went with it. It's almost like when Uncle Frank starts coming back and he's I don't know just coming back alive, pulling pulling all the the nasty stuff back together. It's kind of what this is like. It's kind of like that. And it's kind of like the creature from the thing, when it makes that the thing when it explodes up out of that guy's chest and hangs onto the the stuff on the ceiling, it's that kind of thing. It's just kind of hanging there, and you got this green goop kind of running out of it. Which maybe the other thing where they tried to tie it into the demons thing, because all the demons' blood is is green in those movies. And uh, the girl wakes up. I had this nightmare. This is what's going on. The mom's like, "No, everything's fine. You're fine." Everything's good. All these years later, there's, you know, this this matured lady who's now this famous author and her husband and Bobby. Bobby! And uh, they go to Italy because she needs a new place to write, get creative, right? And they pull up to this place, and as soon as she pulls up, she's like, yeah, there's something wrong with this place, right? It, it looks familiar to me. And then as the movie goes on, obviously she goes downstairs and figures out that this is where I was when I was a kid, even though I've never been here. But what's freaky about it is even her teddy bear is there, right? So this thing is kind of doing the Freddy Krueger thing, right? It's pulling from from you personally and affecting you that way, right? 
why it's an ogre, no idea. But when they finally kind of, you know, as as the movie goes on, you get kind of a you get kind of a Rosemary's Baby thing going on where you think maybe this is just all in her head, and uh, nobody believes her, right? All that kind of stuff. But she goes down there and she watches this thing actually hatch eventually, right? So she's put it all back together. This is where she was when she was a kid. Here's this thing. She sees it back up there again. It splatters the green stuff on her one time. She goes and washes it off and freaked out. And goes back down there and you see the ogre. And it, it, I don't know really what an ogre is supposed to look like. But I don't know that this is it. <laughs> right? Um... It's kind of demonic looking, again. Maybe that's why we're going with the demons thing. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like, eh, okay. I mean, it, it doesn't look too bad. Obviously, it's a full bodysuit kind of outfit. Um, and he also throws on, like, the finest jacket that the 16th century had to offer, right? So it's like, as soon as he hatched out of this thing, I got to spruce up, right? <laughs> and he throws on this jacket. And goes and tries to kill the neighbors or whatever. Actually, he tries to rape a girl that's, I don't know, a teenager that's supposed to be Bobby's babysitter. Bobby's babysitter. I don't know why I keep doing that when I say Bobby, but it's just Bobby. It's Bobby. (laughs) And, uh, you know, but you don't see anything because, again, made for TV. The story just kind of moves along. You get the husband that doesn't believe her because she's, you know, saying these things, but he don't see any proof. They go back down there. She sees a paw print or a hand print or a claw print in some flour when she's trying to make supper. And they go back and look, and there's nothing there. So, again, you think it's all in her head. But in true demon's form, instead of it being a movie or something on TV... It's almost like uh, the whole thing where whatever she kind of writes on the pages starts happening, right? And she writes out where the demon goes and attacks this newly made friend that she's, you know, become friends with and her strange father. And when she goes and visits them, the father's all out of his head. But he's painting a picture that shows the place that that the American woman and her family staying in, but there's a, a big claw that's reaching down to grab it and then there's that big sack that's hanging down so yeah it's it's you know he sees what's going on i guess i don't know but overall you know this thing moves pretty decently there's a scene where she's missing some pages so she goes down in the basement and there's this pool down there it's got like green water in it she decides to get in it to try to save her pages and when she gets down there, there's a bunch of bodies floating around. There's one that floats by that I can't tell if it's supposed to be the teenage girl that got killed that was the babysitter because it looked like it had a mustache. I'm just saying. It would make sense if it was her, but I don't think it was her, but there's no real explanation of who it is. And if it is her, they they could have done a better job of making it look like her. Just saying. But... Um, Eventually, the husband sees the ogre, and they have a little battle downstairs. And I'm, I'm going to say this. If you've ever seen Curse of the Werewolf with Oliver Reed, that's kind of what this ogre is like. He kind of moves around like that, a little bit stiff, but 
he comes running at you, but it's kind of not graceful, right? Kind of stumbly. It's it's interesting. And again, that jacket sets it off, right? <laughs> and uh, so this is a this is a weird little flick. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Like I said, when you type in Demons 3, you're going to see a bunch of different stuff. And this one's called The Ogre. And it's not bad, but obviously it's made for TV. And the fact that they would take this and, and make it <laughs> Demons 3 is almost kind of comical. But uh, it is what it is. And uh, again, totally not made for this at all, right? So that's the interesting story of where we're going with all this demon stuff is how it just got so way off course with what's the next installment. So everybody was wanting to tag the name on it because it's money, right? So uh, I'll give this a, a three out of five. There is a pretty cool scene where uh, the demon fights the husband but then the demon comes running out after the, the woman who gets in the car with her son. And they run over the demon about six or seven times. Very, very much like uh, uh, Jeepers Creepers, right? Matter of fact, I kept expecting, expecting a wing to pop out after they run over a bunch of times. Because that's one of those moments that just made me all come on in Jeepers Creepers. Anyways, you may like that movie. Not a fan. But... Uh, they run over him a bunch, and obviously it's a dummy. I mean, because it's, it's being, like, rolled under the car. And you can see it, and the arms are just flopping, which is kind of funny. But uh, then it just disappears. The demon disappears. So it's almost that thing of, yes, it was all in her head, but it's really about facing your fears yourself. Nobody can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. And you get and you become stronger from it, and she basically, after all that's done, she finishes the book, and everything's good. It's almost like everything was undone. The 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 teenage girl's not dead, the other people that were friends are not dead. Everybody's cool, and uh, you know that's that's just kind of how it rolls. So, uh, you can check it out if you want. Like I said. Uh, I like it. I liked it just because it's Lamberto Bava. It's one of those things I haven't seen. So if you're kind of a completist, I, I'd say go ahead and check it out. But don't expect demons by any means, because it is not. So uh, that's pretty much all I got for this one. I just want to kind of highlight this one because, again, the confusion of all the different movies. And there's yet another one that's called Demons 3 that we will talk about on the next episode. So this is probably going to extend further than the regular week's worth of movies just because there's, there's so many dang movies, right, that are number three. So, well, that's it. You're not number three, folks. You're number one, and I'm glad you're with me. We will check you next time, folks. Adios. Dr. Lupe! Dr. Lupe!